This is a GRDC podcast. Yellow leaf spot in wheat has become a widespread and important disease in Victoria with more stubble retention and more intensive wheat production in rotations. It's at its most prolific in a wet winter, but you don't have to wait for it to rain to know whether or not you might be hit by a yellow leaf spot in any given year. A predictor bee test before you sow your first paddock will help you plan more tactically and reduce the threat of this disease. I sat down with Agriculture Victoria senior plant pathologist Grant Holloway to talk about yellow leaf spot and he told me that historically there was some debate about whether or not the disease, which is also known as tan spot, was even a problem for the industry. Yeah, in the industry there have been a range of views as to whether yellow leaf spot was a cosmetic disease that was there and the plants would grow out of it and that by the end of the year have minimal impact on disease where others had the view that it's an important disease that causes yield loss, therefore we need to be applying fungicides to reduce its impact. So in the absence of good information to inform those sorts of decisions, we set about running uh, several field trials over a number of years, both in the Wimmera and Mallee, to clearly establish the extent of yield loss caused by yellow leaf spot. Okay, and what did you come up with? Did you put a figure on it? When we grow our highly susceptible varieties, so yeah, the one that's most commonly known is a variety like Yippie, which is similar to varieties like Scout and Phantom, so those varieties rated susceptible to very susceptible rating. The yield losses in seasons really conducive to disease is in the range of 20 to 25%. Significant. That, yeah, yes. Significant yield losses in those seasons where we have continual wet conditions. We got those sort of yield losses in the Mallee in 2016, in the Mallee and the Wimmera. 2017 similar yield losses again in the Wimmera but in those same trials where we had the more resistant varieties so something like Korak was rated MR and varieties rated as moderately resistant to moderately susceptible the yield losses were negligible. Negligible? So, so yeah this, real. Well, this worked well. Yeah this shows us the real importance of avoiding those highly susceptible varieties in risk situations. Well, we'll get to that, what a risk situation is. And let's start with the seasonal conditions. Now you say a wet finish is a problem. Yeah, really, it's a, it's a wet winter, wet spring. The frequency and the amount of rainfall, the more that we get of those, the greater the yield loss that we get from yellow leaf spot. What causes it? What Leaf wetness and rain splashing spores up the plant. So it's about those conditions that are conducive for spores to germinate and infect leaves. So when the leaves are dry, spores don't get spread around the same and they also don't infect the leaves. Where does the disease come from? So it's a stubble-borne disease, so it's particularly an issue in our stubble retention cropping systems and it will survive as long as the stubble is still present in a paddock. So rotation is a key to controlling it, managing Yeah, manage paddock selection is really important. If we plant our highly susceptible varieties into paddocks that have wheat stubble present, the risk is much higher than if we plant those highly susceptible varieties in uh, paddocks that don't have wheat stubble there, so they may have been spelled from wheat for a couple of years. Is there a fungicide solution to the problem? There are a range of fungicides available. Our experience is, is that fungicides will provide partial control. The level of control that we get we find is variable, so sometimes we get near complete control, sometimes it might only do half the job that we're hoping for, so it is variable from one season to the next. Why is that? Don't fully understand why the fungicides don't work as well for this disease. 
don't get the level of control we do when we use fungicides for strike rust control, for example. But what we see is much better control when we have more resistant varieties. Yeah. So, so the yield loss from yellow spot will be much less if we grow a resistant variety than if we grow a susceptible one and try and control the disease with a fungicide. So in a drier season, you're not likely to see the disease at all? Yeah, when we get a drier season, we still see the disease there. Typically, we'll see it in paddocks that have got a lot of wheat stubble there. There will be a lot of infection early on, but in a drier season, that disease doesn't progress up the plant and the yield losses will be much less than what we see in wetter seasons. And even in some years, even though the disease may be present there, when it's drier, we may not see any yield loss at all from it. So the extent of yield loss in our susceptible varieties does depend very much on the seasonal conditions. Now, there's a Predictor B test for yellow leaf spot, which is a bit unusual because, as you say, it's a foliar disease, but it's a stubble-borne foliar disease. Yeah, so the Predictor B test has been available to growers now for 20 years, and it's best known as being a soil-borne disease test. Mm. So that's where we've used it yeah. for things like rhizoctonia, nematodes and take-all and so forth. But with some recent advances in the technology, there's now the ability to use that test to detect yellow leaf spot. And we've been evaluating that in our research program with our colleagues in South Australia for the last couple of years and finding that the results are really promising. What we're finding is we can use this test to rank paddocks for the relative levels of yellow leaf spot inoculum. And that means a grower can test the paddocks that they're going to plant to wheat and identify those paddocks which have the higher levels of inoculum and therefore use that to put their most resistant varieties into those paddocks and put their more susceptible wheat varieties into the paddocks with lower levels of inoculum. And when you're choosing your sample to send away for a Predictor B test, is it similar to testing for crown rot in that they need the stubble as well? Yeah, it's really important that when sampling the paddock that stubble is present in that sample and that can be done through either physically adding pieces of stubble to the test or if sampling on the rows that stubble will be getting collected in that sampling process and end up in the bag. If we don't have stubble in that bag, then the test is not able to detect it and it will underestimate the risk that may be posed by yellow spot. It's such an important tool, isn't it, the Predictor B test. It guides your paddock selection, it guides what you're going to grow over a, a sort of a short to medium term. Yeah, it's an incredible tool that our growers have access to to be able to identify the risk from diseases that may appear later mm. in the season so that we can actually avoid that risk altogether. Because yeah. ideally, if we find a paddock's got a high yellow leaf spot load in it, that's not the paddock to put wheat in. Mm. We really want to put one of our other crops in there and any other crop will be fine. The other thing a Predictor B test does is not only do you get a result for yellow leaf spot, but for a whole range of other soil-borne pathogens that may be important in that paddock. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it seems to me you go into an awful lot of expense and trouble to plant a crop if you don't know that the soil's suitable. It's a bit of a risk. And you can't manage what you don't know is there. It's really important to find out what's there so that you can do something about it. And Grant, you're also working with some pre-breeders in Western Australia, is that right? Yes, so for several years now we've been involved in a project led by uh, Dr Minisha Shankar who works with the Department of Agriculture in Western Australia on a GRDC project that's aiming to improve the range of resistance genes that our breeders have access to. So she's been sourcing resistance genes from a wide range of sources 
and evaluating them and then bringing them together into adapted backgrounds. And as they've become available, she's been passing these newer sources of resistance to our plant breeders. And ultimately we'll be seeing this coming out as improved resistances in our wheat varieties in the future. So you've managed to find some good resistance? Yes, so through this project there's been several new sources of resistance identified and they've been put together in backgrounds that can be used by plant breeders. So we're quite excited that we'll be seeing in the future some further improvements in our wheat varieties for resistance to yellow leaf spot. And in terms of managing yellow leaf spot, if we can avoid the most susceptible varieties in our production system, we will rarely see losses to yellow leaf spot in the future. So there's some real optimism there. That was Grant Holloway. Grant is a senior plant pathologist for Agriculture Victoria, based at Horsham. And my name is Chris Brown.